Hey, onesies, Josh Williams here, and thanks for checking out this week's episode of the One Man Podcast. It's always free and available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play Music, and many more, as well as on the web at onemanpodcast.com. So please, whatever platform you're listening on, like and subscribe. Uh, while you're at it, give it a rating, leave a review. Why? Because it helps the podcast, and I'd really appreciate it. How about that? What about social media? Search One Man Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube to keep up with what's going on there. Get a little extra content for yourself. And finally, to get in touch, please send your emails to contact at onemanpodcast.com. You send it, I read it on the podcast, that's the deal. Thanks for listening, guys, and I hope you enjoy this week's episode. What's up, everybody? This is DJ Demers. I'm K. Trevor Wilson. Hey, it's Krista Allen. Hi, this is Rick Mercier. What's up, guys? This is Paul Verzi, and you are listening to the One Man Podcast. Yeah! Yeah! My name is Josh Williams, and welcome to the One Man Podcast, episode number 157 for Wednesday, May 13th, 2020. How's it going, onesies? How's the corona pandemic treating you? It's funny, too, because it's like the one thing that internationally we can all relate to, right? If I'm like, hey, how was this holiday or that holiday? I could say Christmas, but, you know, those godforsaken heathen countries that... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Don't celebrate it. I'm fucking with you, of course. Uh, yeah, just one, it's the one thing that connects us all right now, culturally, is we all hate China <laughs> for what they did. No, I'm, again, just fucking with you. If this happens to be your first episode of the One Man Podcast, uh, just know I'm full of shit. I'm fucking around, and I'm trying to make this shit funny because we are all, well, at least the vast majority of us, bored at home looking for a little something to to make us smile to make us ha 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 this week i will be telling you but all the fucking nothing that i've been doing uh i got my all seasons put on huh yeah the weather finally stopped snowing here in ottawa right that's something you can't all relate to my california listeners are like snow it's like a novelty you'd actually pay to rent a snow machine to shove ice cubes in that shit be like it's so nice it's like yeah but you have to shovel it constantly you like the snow can go fuck itself Right? It's like the people who live in the country who hate deer, right? Like you see a deer on the road, you're like, oh my God. Right? I know when Simon and I were driving to like Isla in the middle of the night, we found that there was deer right on the road, like big fucking racks on them, like bucks. And it was like, holy shit, look how fucking cool, like how big and cool that thing is, right? People live in the country, like get these fucking things, these goddamn land rats off my fucking property, right? They hate the deer. They carry ticks and shit. So just one of those things. All right. What the hell was I talking about? So I got my all seasons put on, all right? My all season tires put back on my vehicle. I'll tell you guys about that. Was it interesting? No, but I'll tell you about what happened uh, or surrounding it. Um, I finished the game Heavy Rain. That uh, that took a long time, but I finished it. God damn it. I've been treating video games like homework while I've been doing this. Um, I played lots of uh, Don't Starve, the game Don't Starve, thoroughly enjoying that. Still, I told you guys a little bit of it before, but man, am I ever expanding deeper and deeper into that game. And then, uh, yeah, I'll review the DK book of the week and then, uh, you know, we'll call it a day. How about that? Huh? Nice and short. Maybe. Um, we're going to see what's going on here, though, with the One Man Podcast. Um, I'm trying to just, you know... Uh, this, you know, this one's behind, uh, I'll, I'll address it. Anyone who's listening, you know, in the future works their way backwards. They go, well, the date says May 13th. If I told you what date it really is right now, right? The diehards, the diehard onesies, uh, know how late this podcast is, but nonetheless, this is episode 157 for Wednesday, May 13th, 2020. And, uh, I will, I will talk about stuff until I have nothing to say about it. And then that's it. Okay. Um, if it's a shorter than normal episode, well, I do apologize if it's longer, Jesus, uh, I would have really stretched these three little things out into, uh, something, 
something quite long. Um, so let's get right into it. I got my all seasons put on. Um, I was kind of like, I don't even know what the hell the point is of this because I'm barely using the vehicle, but I didn't want to leave the, uh, the winters on because when the vehicle stays stationary for a long time, it can actually kind of flatten the tires a little bit, at least the point where it's like a bit of a, a clunky ride, getting them rounded again. I, I don't even know what the fuck that means. Like how, if I'm even saying the terminology properly, but you know what I'm saying, right? It's like, you know, if, the, if, especially the, uh, the, the winter tires, because they're softer, so if they're sitting soft, the weather's hot, you know, they're not supposed to be in that temperature. Plus if you're, if you're never driving, whatever, I don't give a fuck. I, I decided I should put them on even though I'm not driving. Um, so when I went and dropped the vehicle off, uh, business as usual, it was kind of quiet there, obviously, cause everything's COVID. And, um, I think, uh, I was like, you know what? Um, I, they said it might be like an hour, hour and a half. Uh, didn't really have anything planned. It was like early ish in the morning, like 10 o'clock. My sleep schedule has been all fucked up. But, uh, I was like, you know what? There's a Costco right next to it, right next to it relative when you have a vehicle. Um, cause normally it's like a little three minute jaunt, you know, like it, it's, it's out kind of in the outskirts, right in the burbs where things are still developing. So you got like, you know, it's a two minute drive down the road, left, you know, a minute down the road and then left. You can see it across a field. But when you're walking it and there's no cut through in the field, you kind of like walk all the way back down to the road, down the road, all the way back. It's like, it's like walking from one hotel in Vegas to the next. It's right next to each other. You can see all the hotels from where you're standing, but it's like, holy fuck, is that a 40 minute walk all the way over there? And not to mention the way the staircases kind of go up and cross over and then wrap around and then cross. I got, I got a few listeners who I know have been to Vegas. So that's all I'm saying is like. Like it's right fucking there, but to get there, I gotta, I gotta jump through a bunch of hoops anyways. So I decided, you know what, while they're fixing my car, I remember during that, uh, incident that I was telling you guys about, about the woman who backed into my vehicle, um, I, uh, I had someone say like, Hey, why don't you get a dash cam? Cause if you had a dash cam, you'd be able to prove that she backed into you. So, uh, and one of the guys at Costco, when I was asking for the footage said, uh, we sell dash cams here. Oh, I wasn't yawning for the last few hours. Now all of a sudden I'm yawning because I'm recording. Sorry, gang. Um, so I figured, well, fuck it. I'll kill, uh, kill the time while I'm doing car stuff today. I'm going to go over there and see if I can get myself a dash cam. Well, the walk was like 25 minutes. And to be honest with you, it was like kind of the most exercise I've done since all of this shit started. I'm not bragging. I'm not proud of it, but I was like, okay, it's, you know, I got time. I'm going to go for a walk. I've gone for walks with, with my mom and the dogs, but those ones aren't really, brisk paced walks. It's kind of like walk at a pace to keep up with her or something to keep up with her for her to keep up with me, you know, to, and to, to stay, you know, sort of caught up to the dogs too, but it's not, it's not a particularly, you know, brisk, get your heart rate up kind of walk. So this was the first time I'd actually gone for, you know, a good long walk, uh, in, in some time and, uh, got myself to Costco, found out that the only really, sorry, I'm just trying to talk and not yawn. Um, I'm boring myself, I guess, with this stupid story because I already know how it ends. <laughs> uh, basically, I went to Costco. I finally get in there. There's nobody working the electronics section at all. I had to go to the customer service. To, I mean, I got problems, guys. Um, I went and I found someone at customer service who eventually found a, a rep who didn't give a shit. And he never left the customer service. He just came and talked to me there. And I'm like, do you guys have like dash cams? I, I heard you guys sold dash cams here. And they're like, nah, the only ones we have are like the ones in the Garmin GPSs. So it's like, I'd have to buy an entire GPS system, which my car already has built into the dash. And so I'm like, well, why the fuck would I buy, 
you know, a new GPS, have way more space taken up on the dash. Like, just want a little dash cam for whatever. So, um, they didn't have it. I ended up, uh, you know, it's the, 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 the car wasn't done and I was pretty hungry. I hadn't, I think I'd been up all night and I hadn't eaten. Um, so I'm like, oh, I guess I should get somewhere for breakfast. And the only thing in the vicinity for breakfast was, uh, A&W. Now my rule of no takeout is, uh, you know, uh, can't go into any of the fast food places. Can't get any takeout. So, oh, here we go. Yawn fest. Um, yeah, sorry. Um, I'm like, okay, well, I'll, I'll go in. If I go in and sit and eat, then that's not breaking the rule, right? I'm allowed to go to restaurants as long as I stay there and eat. It's not a takeout thing. But they were, they were like locked up. They were only doing drive-through. So I, I maintained by walking through the drive-through, getting it, and they had like a little outdoor shitty bench table, whatever. So I sat there and I ate it. So even though it was, you know, kind of technically takeout, I sort of, whatever. I've been, I've been a good bitch about it, you know, up until this month. I've, I've really fallen off. Uh, but those are, <laughs> those events still haven't happened yet at this point in our timeline. So I'll, I'll talk about those as I get to them. Um, hasn't been like too crazy. In fact, I'm, I'm getting a, a handle back on it, but, but I tell you, man, it's, uh, oh, should I even be doing this right now? Cause I can't go 60 seconds without yawning. I don't know. Um, maybe I'll just hurry up guys. Welcome to the, uh, one man, 10 minute podcast from now on. Um, so yeah, I, uh, I think, uh, what did I do too? Before I, I went to the, whatever I, I, I went, I had breakfast. I basically walked for an hour, didn't, and got fast food. That's basically what I did. I was hoping to get a dash cam instead. I got, uh, I got a breakfast sandwich and a, and a fuck you from uh, another Costco. Um, but that was, that was the big thing for me was that I went for this like close to an hour long walk. Um, before I dropped my car off, I went to my buddy Peter's place just to drop him off a flash drive. He hooked me up with some, uh, some seasons of impractical jokers and South park. And again, just so everyone's aware, I did not go in. I merely handed him a USB and picked one back up after my tires were put on. And that was our exchange. I didn't even go into the place. It was a quick little handoff, social distancing. Everything was good. But uh, big thanks to Pete for hooking me up with, uh, which I've been watching for the last uh, last while. So thoroughly enjoyed that. I burned through this season of South Park. I burned through a lot of the Impractical Jokers. Good times. Good way to kill some time when you're... Oh, fuck. I hope I'm not putting you guys to sleep, right? On your way to work early morning or or just trying to keep yourself on board <laughs> no one would pick to listen to me talk to reduce their boredom um but yeah i uh i fall asleep to these these shows it's just you know uh, uh kind of nonsensical i don't have to stay awake and and miss plot points and stuff like that and if i wake up three episodes later i haven't i haven't ruined the storyline or anything for myself so um big ops big thanks to pete for that and i will be bothering him again in the near future for some more um I finished the game Heavy Rain. I was telling you guys about that, where I, I had played the early part of it a few times, and it seemed kind of stupid. Um, I, I will just say this. These are the points that I wrote down about it. Uh, terrible voice acting through that whole game. Um, it's one of those games where you, you know, you make decisions and you pick what you want to, what is it, what you want to say or how you want to respond or what you want to do. Now, this game, unlike the Telltale uh, series games, uh, this one actually gives you more, more choices for endings. Um, more like the, the path will actually diverge reasonably, um, the actions that you take. So it's not like the telltale one where you're still going to play the same storyline. Generally speaking, like this one had quite a few endings and they had like 18 different endings that you can get. 
Um, and in order to get the platinum trophy on that, I had to go through all of them. So, um, I will say though, terrible, terrible voice acting in this game. Um, the vast majority of the characters, the, the voice actors could not act to save their lives. Like, um, like this is going to sound like me just shooting on the game. Well, it, it, this game apparently is like meme fest. Like everybody talked about it. it was a game. I think came out in 2006 for the PS three. It's been remastered for the PlayStation four. It was one of the free games that they were giving away. It has two, uh, the, 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 I guess the creator or storyteller director, whatever, David cage. Um, he's got two other games that came out and he's notorious for, for all sorts of like cheesy shit in his stories. But, um, so basically, Heavy Rain was the first one. Uh, there's no recognizable actors in it, as far as I know. Um, the next one that they have come out was uh, came out just after The Last of Us, uh, back in, I believe, 2012 or 13. And this one features, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Beyond Two Souls features Ellen Page from Juno and some of the X-Men movies, uh, Inception, and, of course, Willem Dafoe. If I need to tell you who Willem Dafoe is, there's no point. It's not like any, any I could name his movies. Oh, okay. But Willem Dafoe uh, and and Ellen Page. So they actually hired real actors uh, for, for Beyond Two Souls. So I haven't played that yet. I will be playing it in the coming, uh, I guess, week or weeks, whatever. Um, but yeah, so the voice acting was awful. Like some of the things going on, like the story was actually half decent. There's a lot of holes I was going to play you guys some audio clips of just some of the shitty voice acting, but I figured, you know what? You can just go on YouTube and go heavy rain and there'll be tons of stuff that come up uh, just to give you an idea of like how stupid it is. And you could pick kind of what things you want to see. Cause I'm going to talk about some more stuff in it. That was absolutely ridiculous, but um, the voice acting really, really bad, really bad in the game. Like, like the same level of, of porn acting. You know what I mean? Only sometimes in porn, it's like, oh, they get that this scene is this like the, the ki like kids are, are, are drowning in the game and they'd be like, help, please. No, no, please. Dad help. And it's like, you're dying. You know, help, please. No, where are you? Help. It's like, it's, it's absolutely pathetic. Um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of, uh, I'll, yeah, whatever. I'll leave it at that. I've said my piece on it for all those who are like, minions complain. Well, I'm reviewing a fucking game that I waste a lot of time playing. Um, the game had, uh, several gratuitous nudity scenes. And I say that not that like gratuitous nudity is the worst thing in the world, but it was like, I don't know. It actually, because it was like polygon characters and things that like it wasn't like real people. It was kind of like. I don't know. I'm sitting there going like someone had to like render all of this and, and, and design the bot and design the scenes and the mechanics and everything like that of someone of, of someone just showering. Like the guy showers beginning, but you just see his butt. And then there's the woman, um, Madison character whom, uh, who, who gets introduced into the game in her showering, like, like naked. And then you have to like move the controls to dry her off. Like everything's moving controls. And some of the times when you have to move controls, it's very uncomfortable. Um, there's, so yeah, like you, you meet this character with like her getting in the shower and you have to like take her shirt off before the shower, take her panties off. Then, then you have to like dry her. Then you have to put her shirt back on. You have to put her panties back on the same ones that she took off before her shower, by the way. Um, so it was just kind of like odd. And then the way they designed her too, like she walks 
like i don't know she's wearing like jeans and a motorcycle jacket the whole game yet they've got her like her her body shape it's not like a like a comic book where it's like well the bodies aren't really like that it's like of course they're not really shaped like that you know they're accentuated this is like just her ass is accentuated to stick out like like a kardashian's i i again you if you really care youtube it to take a look but this character's body really didn't make sense it was just kind of over sexualized so every time this character is doing something they've got her over sexualized um and it's not it doesn't fit with what she's doing um she she has to like dance for some guy to get information you know like she has to dance for him so that she can knock him out and then to question him for information. So when you're doing that, you're, you're stripping, you're basically picking off clothing so you can dance from right back to naked. So she's standing uh, in her panties, full frontal top nudity, whatever, topless nudity. And it's like, again, you have to control her getting herself. It was just, it was just so gratuitous and odd. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. Like when you're watching like uh, a sex scene in a movie, yeah, it's gratuitous and it's not necessary, but you're not controlling it. So it's weird to, to have this, this n- nudity that you're in control of, you know, it was very strange. Um, and, and totally unnecessary, like absolutely unnecessary. And the thing is like, I'm, f- I'm fine with nudity in video games. Like I really don't give a shit. It's just, it's kind of like one of those things where like, okay, like if, but if I don't care, like I can skip it, right? Like I can skip it or I can just, I can not watch that. Like let, let the scene play out and dick around on my phone or something like that while it's happening. Like I'm not, I'm not titillated by fake computer people's nudity. So, but the thing with this game is no, you have to control everything. So the scene won't finish until you're done doing all of these things. So it forces you into it. There's a really ridiculous scene where, uh, one of the characters is like having sex with her and you have to do everything from like the initial kiss and you have to like move the control stick, like, like your tongue in her mouth and you're like wiggling the stick to like make out with her. And then you have to like take her bra off by swinging. Like, it's just like the whole scene you're controlling all of it, unclipping her bra, kissing her neck, all of this, you have to control with movements, not like just, okay, X, X or press a button or whatever. It's like, nope, you have to wiggle the stick. Like you're actually trying to like, so like when the scene happened again, and I had to play through the game a few times to get all the endings. So I had to keep doing this scene and the, these particular types of scenes. It was just like, I can't even just sit there while it happens and wait for it to be over. I can't skip it or whatever. It's part of the game. So you got to sit there and just make out with this other person. It was fucking weird. It was weird. Um, the, the story, like I said, wasn't half bad. It was interesting. It's a, it's a, my son's been kidnapped and what will you do? What ends will you go to, to save your son? Um, with some better acting and a few fine tweaks on the plot, it actually would have been a really cool game. It could have been a, it could have been an interesting enough movie too. There's a lot of different characters. There's a lot of things too, that like they fucked up and they, they could have done, but there's a lot of things like that. I mean, people enjoy you know, the, the comic book movies, the Marvel movies and the DC movies and star Wars movies and things like that. And it's like, yeah, there's, there's things they fuck up in the story, but overall, you know, you can have a good time with them. Um, but this one here was like the motive for the, 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 the kidnapper slash killer was kind of lame. And when you see like why he does it, 
it's really hard to believe. Like I'm, I'm just like, Oh, spoilers. But like my, my overall review is don't play this game. It's a waste of your fucking time. You can watch it on YouTube. If you're really interested, like don't spend the money, don't search it down. Don't waste your own time going through all the, sh- you know, the nonsense you can skip through it with YouTube videos. Um, <clears throat> the, the, yeah, the killer's motive is stupid. Why he's doing what he's doing is, is it's understandable. But when you see like what happened, like the scene overall, like the killer, lost his, like, I can, I can ruin this much as the killer, uh, lost his brother to rain, like rainfall. They were playing on a construction site and the brother gets stuck in this pipe in a completely, completely unbelievable manner. And he tried to get his dad to come and help get his son up. But the dad was drunk. He was like, get away. I don't care. So now the killer's like, I want to find a father who is willing to risk his life to save his son. So he's been killing all these kids and, and challenging dads to like the series of trials to like get their kid back. So you have to do all these different things, like drive the wrong way into oncoming traffic on an interstate. And, you know, are you willing to cut your finger off to save your kid? Are you willing to drink poison? Are you willing to self-sacrifice? Like, it's just, it's like the movie seven only one guy has to go through all the things and he's doing it to save his kid. Like there was, there was something there with this premise, but the overall execution in the end, it was kind of like, ah, just stupid. Um, there's, there's all these characters where you don't really get like every character has like an affliction too. like one of them's a, a drug addict. One of them's, uh, you know, one of them's got like a breathing disorder. One of them's got insomnia. Another one has this and another one has that. And it's like, you know, they don't all have to have an affliction, you know, anyways. And then it's so funny too, like, because there's so many different endings, like there's lots of ways that you could not save your son and your main character, uh, ends up committing suicide like in so many of those endings. If you don't save your son, you always commit suicide just in different ways. It's, it's pretty fucking hilarious, uh, to watch him kill himself over and over and over again in different, <laughs> different ways. Um, so yeah, that, that was it. I, I, yeah, I the, the game overall heavy rain. I mean, the, like there was a lot there premise wise, uh, you know, and, and there were times where I was really enjoying playing it, but, but like I said, the voice acting was so bad that you get to a point where you're like, I'm just going to get through this. And it's funny too, because the main character would have like full scenes where he was believable in what he like in the acting. And then there was other, ones, like, he was so flat and robotic that you're like, what the fuck? Like, where did, how did this guy beat out? I mean, how other actors did they have to, to, sorry, I hiccuped just in case it sounded like I made a cut. Um, how many other actors did this this shitty guy beat out to to get the part, you know? So, I mean, whatever. Uh, I, I finished it, the whole thing. I have a lot of people, I'm sure, thinking, like, well, if it sucks, why'd you keep playing it? Well, because I started it, and I finished what I starts, all right? Even if it sucks, I finished the games. Um, I also played uh, Don't Starve. I played with a lot of different people, uh, the game Don't Starve. Don't Starve Together is what it's called. And I've talked to you guys a little bit about it before. It's a survival game. And it's funny because I, when I first started playing it, I would only play, you know, uh, basically I, I started several worlds because the game takes place over four seasons and it has day cycles and night cycles. I've told you guys all this before, but as soon as you get to winter, which is like 20 days in the, the environment becomes so like hostile that I, I could never survive a winter. I didn't have enough food or whatever. So as I've been playing more, I've, I've been getting better and better and better. 
and I know how I now know how to prepare for the winter months and survive winter. And I've actually since played through winter, uh, so well, you know, fall, winter, spring, and summer. And fall is the only mildly safe time of year. So uh, just as an example, um, in wintertime, you're freezing. So you're, you're cold. You have to find ways to keep warm and fed because all the things that grow. So like early on in fall, I'm like planting all these crops and, and harvesting berries off bushes and pulling carrots out of the ground and, uh, making these bee boxes where bees will create honey and stuff. So there's all these different things to harvest like food stuff. Well, when winter comes, all that shit stops, all the production, all the growth, all that stops. So you need to basically harvest enough food in fall that you can eat over the course of the winter and, and be able to trap and hunt and stuff like that in the wintertime for, for food. Um, in the spring, all your bee boxes, and it's not to say that you, you know, people are all going to have bee boxes, but, uh, all your bee boxes are filled with killer bees. Bees are mating. So it's like, it's all killer bees. So they're very hostile. You can't go anywhere near them. They're always attacking you. Um, in the spring, it's always raining. Um, so unless you have like umbrellas and stuff, you need lots of materials to create that stuff. So it's raining all the time in, in spring and sometimes even rains frogs. Um, you know, your sanity is greatly affected by like, it's until you've played the game, it's very hard to comprehend what I'm talking about. You're kind of like, Oh, this sounds interesting. Like the days are all like eight minutes long. And that includes the like daytime evening and overnight cycle. And of course, different seasons, those time lengths are different. Like some of them, it's like a whole third of the day is complete pitch black. And you're just kind of hanging out at camp trying to get shit done in the dark because you know, night's so long. And in the summertime, summertime is the, the craziest because you get wildfires from the heat. So you could be in your camp and then sh your shit just sets on fire from being too dry and too hot. And you got to keep yourself cool in the summertime. Um, otherwise you overheat and you fucking die. And then there's all like, there's just, the game is, is great and it's addictive, but it's like every day is a fucking trial. Like, and not to mention the fact that there's these giant beasts that spawn every season has like a, a huge giant, you know, monster boss thing that, that will come in and fuck your shit up. Like just completely devastate your camp, destroy everything you have, you know, like you're playing old school Sim city where it's just, you know, skyscrapers and shit. And then a goddamn spider monster comes and just levels your city. You know, you can rebuild, but Jesus Christ, I had everything set up. I just going to take me forever to, to, you know, rebuild. It's, it's crazy. Um, but having an absolute blast playing that game. And I, for the first time, cause that game has like an underworld too, where you find these caves, you go underneath underground. And for the longest time, I'm like the up, the, the regular part of the world is so intimidating. And there's so many places I haven't explored so many monsters and, and bosses and creatures. I haven't even bothered to walk near. Cause Lord knows, you know, if you even go near them, they'll probably kill you. Uh, I was like, you know, the underground is, uh, is freaky. I don't even want to go down there because it's, you know, it's even, it's even more dangerous than the upper world. And the upper world has been kicking the shit out of me. Well, I finally started, uh, I finally started venturing down there. Uh, and I was singing David Bowie's underground the whole time I was down there. Um, so that's this week's outro song. That's, that's my earworm for this week, but, uh, from labyrinth, huh? Underground David Bowie, you guys might recognize it. You might not either way. That's, that's, uh, that's the earworm it's coming up, coming up. Um, so yeah, um, I, uh, I did kill some of those bosses too. 
I mean, not that anyone who's not a gamer or anything would care, but um, it was kind of cool being able to to play the game and kill some of these giants that were like I, the first time I saw them, I was like, "What the fuck is that?" One swing and it kills me. Well, now I know you know what I can make to protect myself from that. Not to say that I could take them by myself, but just just some interesting uh, you know stuff. <laughs> just some interesting things to do. Anyways, I've I've been killing time by this. Like I could wake up in the middle of the afternoon. My friend from Finland will reach out and say, Hey, it's evening here and I'm done all my work. And I'm like, well, I'm waking up and I've done nothing, but, uh, it, it's cool. It, it's, it's a cool game. It's a fun time waster. My, uh, I think I got my, my dad downloaded. He started playing it. I play with red longtime listener and uh, contributor to the podcast. Um, I've got some other friends that I've made Texas, whatever people playing online, uh, nebraska so it's just a cool game to play with people it's it's you know you could play it for a little while you could play it for a long while like i do but it's uh it's a fun little game don't starve together guys i know it's available on the playstation i don't know if it's available on xbox it's on the computer and all that stuff um but yeah so that's 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 a lot of what i did with myself anything nothing really else to write home about this week uh so for my partners at dk huh dk dorling kindersley I love them. This week, I am going to be telling you guys about a book that I read called the, the sorry, I was going to say the Sicilian, but it's not. It's the Sicily cookbook. Uh, did I write Sicilian down? No, I did. I wrote Sicily. Uh, the Sicily cookbook, Authentic Recipes from a Mediterranean Island uh, by Jesus Christ. Uh, I just hope I say it right. Uh, Satina Vincenzino. Um, I thought, so here's the thing. I, I've been cooking more obviously at home cause you know, we're quarantined and, and making shit myself. And I thought, you know, Hey, this, this, uh, Sicily cookbook, I like, I'm, I like making pasta dishes and stuff. And I thought it'd be kind of like how to make different pastas and breads and, and things like that. Um, and this book really blew me away, uh, with its, with its depth, because again, take another stab at those loony spoons, bitches. It's not just a boring ass cookbook. Um, this book, what's really interesting about it is, uh, it's, it's not so much the like, Hey, here's some, here's some recipes from Sicily. The book is almost more like a whole cultural encyclopedia of Sicily. Like the whole intro barely mentions food and it mentions more about how many times the island has been conquered and all the cultural differences, how the mafias, you know, uh, kind of took over the island and how a lot of people just think of it as this like crime ridden island, but there's so much rich culture there. Um, all the different types of places on the island and the, the traditions. And then of course there is a lot of food involved, but it's just, it's, it's more of a, a history and a cultural, uh, I guess, reciting of the island, but a lot of it based on food. Uh, really, really good book. Like if you have any Sicilian roots, and it's not like just pastas and stuff. Like a lot of what's here is like you know mussels and and all these different things that I never would have thought. Okay, Sicilian. I mean, obviously they have these things, but you know, it, it's funny too because even in the book, the author was mentioning how she pitched the book ten years ago as the Sicily cookbook, and the, the publishers were like, why don't you just do like an Italian, like, you know, the Italian cookbook or whatever. And the, the whole idea is that Italy and Sicily, uh, or the rest of Italy and Sicily, it's, it's very different, very different culturally and everything like that. And, and, and just doing a broad strokes Italian cookbook, a lot of Sicily would, would get buried in the noise of everything else. Um, 
But the book is absolutely incredible. The photography in it is amazing. You get to see so much of Sicily from these just beautiful like Vista shots and things like that. Um, just the, the culture, there's all these little, what looks like Fiat vehicles. And I don't know, I, I really enjoyed it. And I'd be honest with you, like the cooking part of it was not as interesting to me as just like all these different history lessons that you get uh, throughout the course of the book. So um, I, there's actually this one recipe in here for, uh, I believe it was watermelon pudding and it's little jade flowers and stuff in it with, uh, yeah, watermelon pudding. Yeah. And uh, it looks absolutely fantastic. Um, I'm going to leave it at that. Nice and simple. If you happen to have any kind of Italian roots or any interest in, in, you know, Italian cooking, this book's great. I mean, you get to learn a lot about Sicily and, uh, and you get some really wicked ass recipes in it too. Um, so, so I, you know, big thumbs up. I really enjoyed reading it and I, I, you know, consumed it faster than I thought I would, uh, just because it was so cool to learn about. So, uh, Sicily cookbook, authentic recipes from a Mediterranean Island. Um, you can get it at dk.com slash CA in Canada, dk.com in the States, or just Google DK books guys, and you'll be able to find it. Uh, speaking of which, um, oh yeah, I should leave that on. Otherwise I'll date myself. But, uh, yeah. So, so check it out guys. DK always got some good shit, uh, coming up coming up uh let's see what was coming up at this point in my life you know when i should have recorded it um i was invited to go to a bonfire at my friend mika's place and uh i guess that's coming and i'll tell you guys all about that um more just sitting around uh playing video games nothing particularly special in that regard but uh you know that's uh that's what we're doing <laughs> playing playing games and i have like one outing a week that's you know that's pretty much it quarantine life um watching little things here and there and watching lots of tosh.0 and stuff like that but there's nothing really nothing uh, to be honest with you guys i would love those of you listening you know i know we're all stuck at home and it's not the same as going to work so i i've i'm sure there's not as many people listening to the podcast as when things are normal but i would love to just know what you've been doing with yourselves that would make a, a world of difference to me uh contact at onemanpodcast.com just something small just been like you know hey just watching this, uh, working on that, been doing a lot of this. I would love to know what's going on. If you're still working, tell me what you've noticed. Tell me how different things are now that COVID's, you know, going on and whatnot. I just, I'd love to know what's going on with you guys. I really would. It would make a world of difference and it would give me something to talk about because I don't think uh, you guys listening to me sit around talking about video games really is that great. But at the same time, I feel like I have an obligation to be here every week to have an episode. So, um, that's, uh, that's it for, for this week, short and sweet. Um, that's what I've been up to. Love to know what you guys have been up to. I will chat with you guys again soon. Someone
Injection, 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 injection,